The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, November 26th, 2019. Joining me today is the one, the only, Mr. Gary Witta. And special, extremely special guest, the adorable... Serena. Serena. The adorable Serena. You want to say hello? Hi. So our special Pokemon correspondent is we, joining us today. We have a special Pokemon correspondent who's going to tell us all about the world of Pokemon. I am super close to, to the third gym badge. You get, you're super close to the third gym badge. What's the third gym? The fire gym. The fire gym? Now, which Pokemon starter did you pick? Um, Sobble. You chose Sobble? So you're going to do pretty well at the fire gym then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, water type is good against fire type, right? Yes. Okay. I already got myself a poison uniform, eh, eh, and somewhere someone g- gave me a Toxel. A Toxel? Oh, super cool. It was level one. It's really hard to win a battle with it. <laughs> because the other person always goes first. Mm-hmm. What's the, did you name your Pokemon trainer after you? Yeah. Did you change up all the clothes or anything like that? Yeah. Even my hair. Your yeah, hair? The trainer looks like her. Oh, nice. Yeah. Except for my hair. In my eyes. What did you just get in, <laughs> in the my ga- lipstick. What did you just get in the game that you were telling me about that you're really excited about? A bike. A bike? Ooh, you got the oh, Rotom bike. The best. Yeah. So now you're like cruising all around mm-hmm. town on the bike? I, I am already in the second um, mine. Oh, the second I've mine. I've defeated Bead or bed or whatever her name is yeah twice. <laughs> yeah he is very like he likes to come at you and pretend he's so good but you beat him twice yeah all right so what's your team look like besides sobble yeah who else is in your like, decks? like bubba the toxel i mm-hmm. i got and uh and the dynamax pokemon driftloon mm-hmm and I pretty much forgot the rest. <laughs> They'll be important when they're important. You don't need to worry about them. So, all right, as our Pokemon correspondent, what do you think of the game? How do you feel about Pokemon? It is awesome. It's awesome. What do you like best about the game? Um, catching Pokemon and naming them, mm-hmm. I guess. Do you have any cool names for your Pokemon yet? Um, I named my Yamper Lightning Dog. Lightning Dog. Oh, that's a good one. That that fits the character. For a second, yeah. it- for a little bit, it was Spark Pup. <laughs> Spark Pup is also really good, too. <laughs> so, yeah, how how long do you think it's going to be until you're a Pokemon master? I don't know, until I, until I get all, all of my gym badges and get all the poison types. All the poison types. We're going on a mission after this um, to go find the guidebook, which either is or isn't out yet, depending on who you Yeah, I need to figure out my po- my favorite Pokemon in the, in the entire game. Mm-hmm. You, right. Yeah, you need to. We, we want you back when you tell us when you find out what your favorite Pokemon in the entire game is, and you're a Pokemon master. Come back, tell us what that Pokemon is, so we can celebrate it. How's that sound? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go play some Pokemon while Imran and I do the rest of the news? Okay. Okay. 
All right, I'll see you on the couch in the back in a little bit, okay? Okay. You know where to go? Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Serena. She's on her way out. (laughs) All right. This is kind of like... Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live, right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, where we run you through all the nerdy video game news that's fit to hear. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. So again, uh, sorry, apologies for that. No, no, no apologies. Kevin and Imran before the show, I had no cover this morning. Leah has a doctor's appointment. There was no one to take care of. Uh, the little one. So uh, I said, "Hey, do you want to come on Kind of Funny with me and be a Pokemon correspondent?" And she said, "Yes." So that was fantastic content. I am, <laughs> I am, all on board for her coming on. I'm as glad a that you member. two were able to speak the same language. There. <laughs> like you know, a lot of that went over my head, but you seem to understand all of it. She knows way more than I do. I was yeah, it the yeah, she's on. the real expert. Yeah. You can watch us each and every weekday, 10 a.m. live, Kind of Funny Games, our Twitch t- twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, where we run you through all the nerdy video game news that's fit to hear. If you're watching live, you can correct us, and when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. be part of the show, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where bronze members are above get to write in, and silver members are above get the show ad-free. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or listen later by searching through Kind of Funny Games Daily on podcast services around the globe. Today's stories include the Pokemon Company's Gotta Catch All the Leakers, a new Tony Hawk game might be in the works, and Battleborn is apparently dead. But for a little housekeeping, we want to thank our Patreon producers, Blackjack, Zach Parsley, Muhammad Muhammad, and today we're brought to you by Nothing and No One, because we got no advertisers because it's a short week. So, for now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. So you mean I don't have to sit here for five minutes while you, while, while you talk about shaving your balls? No. Okay. That's a relief. It's a Thanksgiving miracle, Kevin. It's time for some news. We got four stories today. By the way, before we get to that, let's get to the real top story, uh-huh. which has been discussed on Twitter, but I think many people may have missed it. Go for it. And I think the, I think the kind of Funny Games Daily audience needs... To hear about it. What's the real news, Kevin? What's the real top story this week? Screen Cats is back on. Screen Cats is back on. <sighs> That's right. It's happening. Okay. It's happening. Okay. Kevin and I are going to Cats. We're going. And we're going to do uh, Screen Cats. We are. I mean, we are actually going to do the content as well, right, yeah, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Just check it. That absolutely. movie, everything I've seen of it is horrifying. No, no. You're reading it all wrong. I'm reading it like I like the original Sonic trailer. I see that thing. I'm like, right. this looks bad. I really hope they... Ch- fix it but i think it's too late to fix all that stuff. oh no i mean they've only got i mean it's done the movie's yeah. done yeah They're, that sonic story was a, what, a, what a turnaround that was yes. amazing wasn't they, it they've done a lot to that like fix that up you I guys mean, gonna watch it now or to sonic yes it comes out on valentine's day doesn't it yeah i'm 100 percent going to watch it i'll go we should all go on valentine's day <laughs> have a special sonic screencast what would you call that what's a good pun name for that sonic cast, sonic cast? fast cast mm-hmm. screen fast Screen fast, yeah, I like screen it. Fa- Got to go screen fast. Kevin, book it. Sounds good. All right, awesome. I, all I care about is cats. It's happening. <laughs> it's on. <sighs> yeah, that's right. right. There's a new Tony Hawk <laughs> Pro Skater game reportedly in the works. This is from Matt Kim at IGN. Fans nostalgic for the bygone era, bygone days of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater are clamoring over new rumors that the series could be bu- making a comeback in some form or another. Multiple sources are reporting on some kind of return for the Pro Skater series, though it's unclear at this point what exactly it will look like. There are two different Pro Skater rumors making their rounds on the internet right now. The first is reports from a well-known video game leaker and about the existence of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remasters. The second is a quote from about a supposed new Pro Skater game in the works. Over the weekend, a video game leaker reported that there are prototypes of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remasters currently making their rounds around Activision. 
It should be noted that Activision and Tony Hawk split up back in 2018 following the tepid release of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, which makes any involvement of Tony Hawk in these supposed remasters questionable. These reports prompted an interview from October with professional skateboarder Lizzie Ar- Armanto to resurface where she mentioned being re- featured in a new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game. Speaking on the Nine Club podcast, Armanto talked about her appearance on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, then mentioning Tony Hawk is coming out with another one and I'll be in that one too. These separate reports suggest that they are both Tony Hawk's, co- Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remasters and sequels in the works for the series, but IGN has not received any confirmation after reaching out to Activision. So this is one of those things of... Probably, maybe not actually like a thing that exists, but the rumors are now so prevalent and people are saying they're in it that it's starting I, to I would, like, I would bet on it at this point. I think the smart money would be on this mm-hmm. being founded in, in truth. Yeah. Now, I never really played this, the Tony Hawk games. They kind of passed me by. Mm-hmm. But as you know, Imran, that will not stop me from having opinions. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I am a master of, of, of uninformed opinions. <laughs> um, I think it's coming back. I think, you know... Could there be a redemption narrative here also? Because the last couple of Tony Hawk games were not well received, right? No. The one, remember the one with the skateboard ride? You yes. actually stood wobbled on that wobbly skateboard. I remember that well. Terrible. Yes. Did you ever actually try it? Were you were you ever wobbling? I think on that I tried board? it on a demo event once. Awful, and it, like, right? Would not work. Just awful. And I was like, all right, I don't have time to try this. Anymore. And then to- I'm probably going to get this wrong, but like Tony's Hawk Five was like the last Pro real one, 5, yeah, and that was bad. That was bad. Yes. Okay, so. But we know they can be good because the first two or three were apt Stone Cold classics, right? right? So why not? Why not? Maybe the time is sometimes when, and I think even Activision understands this, and they love to pump out you know the the, the annual iterations. Mm. But sometimes when a franchise is in the doldrums, you got to let it lay fallow for a bit before mm-hmm. you can resurrect it. And it's been a while. Maybe maybe the time is right for Tony Hawk to come back. I. I've talked to people at Activision about this before because there was a Tony Hawk remaster at one point. And they mentioned that the big problem with those games is music licensing. Right. And getting all that stuff back again is much harder these days. Oh, to do the re- to do the remasters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did do I mean, SSX3 has all that old music in it, and I'm still playing that on Xbox One in a remastered form. True. Um, I think that if they wanted to play the safe bet, that, I mean, music licensing legalities aside, if they wanted to play the safe bet, bringing back the original classics yeah. would be the way to do it. Because, I mean, everybody would, would would love the chance to play those again or maybe experience them for the first time in you know 4K or whatever it is they would do. Mm-hmm. And those are classic games. Everybody would love that. But then why not also, I would do both, do it all, bring back the original ones and Tony Hawk 6 or whatever it is they want to call it. Yeah, bring back the remasters and then say, also, we've got a new Tony Hawk like, coming. It's right. like... So Activision recently said during their last financial, or it might have been the one before that, report was that, hey, Spyro and Crash did really well for us. We could, we want to go back into our back catalog and start remaking things again. So I could see that being the genesis of a new Tony Hawk, is what if we just remade those games, modern graphics, ma- like bring back the old music, all that jazz, and then use that to prep a new Tony Hawk game yeah, also absolutely. I ma- it makes It makes sense to me. Look... Activision is not a company that is going to leave money on the table. Absolutely. They put Call of Duty out every year. You know, they put Guitar Hero. So they put yeah Guitar Hero out every year until it was just no longer tenable. And you you could argue that they killed the golden goose by doing that by mm-hmm. going back to the world too many times. But Tony Hawk is another one of their. You know, I said, well, what else has Activision got? Well, they do got Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. and they've been letting it sit for a bit. Yeah. But I guarantee you they're thinking about how they can re-monetize it and bring it back. Yeah. One of the other things they mentioned was that 
because of these remakes, the Crash and Spyro remakes did so well, they're looking into making new games in that series. So these combined rumors of like somebody saying there's remasters and somebody saying there's a new game, that makes total sense with what Activision themselves has already said. Yeah. So I, I agree with you that there's probably some truth in this. Yeah, yeah. When's the last time... Because Neversoft made the original ones that people really liked, right? Yes. When's the last time Neversoft made... With the la- with, with, have they always been made? Like, the last couple that were not re- well received, is that because the original developer went away, or did they, did they just go off the boil? So I, I feel like getting the original developers back would also be a good way to kind of reboot this. Neversoft's closed down, so... Oh, it doesn't even exist anymore? Yeah, the last game they worked on was Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh, wow. And there were only, like, support on that. Uh, well, but maybe they could reassemble... Yeah. The last Tony Some Hawk, of the team members. Last Tony Hawk game they made was Tony Hawk's Proving Ground on PS2, 360, PS3. Oh, geez. So it has been a while. So 2007. And then from there, they were just doing Guitar Hero games, and then Call of Duty Ghost. So who is, the dr- who is the dream team that you would want to bring this back? Like, if they said Tony Hawk 6 is coming, and it's being developed by blank, mm-hmm. what would get you excited? If it was like if they just straight up said it was we reassembled the original team, that's yeah. pretty much the only way. But I that would like. be impossible because I'm, I'm sure they're all at like a, yeah, hundred no, different places. It's almost now. impossible to do that. But like if that was the dream team, or I could see like yeah. Bobby Kotick going around to like different developers, like the Blues Brothers going, we're putting the band back together. That would be cool. Yeah, so like him knocking on the door and just throwing money at people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would love to see that. I if they somehow let's say they got EA's skate team because they're obviously not making skate at this point right and they're just like we're making a new Tony Hawk it's going to be a little different but it's going to be a game genre people still like right I think that would be still pretty exciting it's not going to be pro skater again but it's taking it into a new more modern direction here's what I want to say here's my pitch I'm Mm going to pitch it right now Mr. Kotick if you're listening here's what I'm going to pitch to you Tony Hawk in time so basically Tony Hawk goes back through he, he discovers a time machine a skateboard time machine, basically. A sca- he, find, he goes, he's walking, he's, he's, go, he's walking through Chinatown one day, mm-hmm. and he walks into this old, you know, curio shop, and there's like an old guy behind the counter, and, he, and Tony Hawk's like, oh, you know, what do you have in this shop? And he says, oh, I have all kinds of magical things, you know, monkey's paws and all kinds of stuff. And he goes, what about this skateboard? Tony Hawk's like, wow, that looks like a really special skateboard. He goes, yeah, it can travel through time. He's like, get the fuck out of here. But the guy's like, no, no, straight up. So he buys it. And, you know, he, he rides a skateboard, and the next mm. thing you know, he goes back in time. But he goes back in time through the history of video games. Right. So, like, Tony Hawk, get this, Tony Hawk in Skate or Die. Tony Hawk in mm. 720 Degrees. Right? Mm. Okay. Tony Hawk yeah. in Skate. Tony Hawk basically going back and making Zelig-like cameo appearance, like Bill and Ted, through the whole history so of, like, ska- of, of, of skateboarding video games. It's going to have like a Forrest Gump-style thing where all these games actually got inspired by Tony Hawk originally? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I would buy the hell out of this. That I, you realize that Tony Hawk actually... It's like First Contact. <laughs> like They go back and help Zephyr Cochran, Co- Cochran build the first warp drive. Like He goes back and in basically in, you realize that he invents skateboarding and skateboarding video games in particular. Okay, yes. Absolutely, this game needs to be And made. Tony Hawk is revealed as like the basic, this messianic figure, this Christ-like figure, <laughs> which, you know, frankly is not that far from the truth in terms of skateboarding. I mean, I Kevin's gotta, digging I it. Kevin, you start tell me you wouldn't play <laughs> yes. this game. Oh, Tony, Tony in time. 100%. Time Tony. Yeah. I think you need to write this screenplay. Mm-hmm. I think you need I think to it's a video game. I think it's, a, I no, I think no, it's I both. Well, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Definitely <laughs> both. Bobby, if you're out there, if you're watching, I know you watch. I know you watch kind of funny games daily on the reg. Yeah. 
Bobby Kotick, please take time off from filming Moneyball 2 or whatever yeah. it is you're doing yeah. and greenlight this screenplay. What, do what does he do all day? He hey, hey, Mr. Money. Kotick, you have to make a big decision. Shall we make another Call of Duty this game, the game <laughs> this year? Hmm, let me think. How about yes? Brilliant, you're a genius. He did it. You've done it again, Bobby. He's, he, must, he must have some time in his day. Uh-huh. I, yeah, he has time in his day to listen. He has time in his day to Hunt. consider this, frankly, I think, very compelling proposal. Yes. There was a Tony Hawk mobile game recently, which I'm mentioning only because when you do a super move, it makes a hawk sound, which I feel like whatever, oh. whatever new Tony Hawk game comes out needs to copy that. Right. It just needs to make a random bird sound when you do a super move. I like that. Yeah. All right, look, this is all coming together. This yeah. game pra- practically makes itself. Tony's time-traveling... What would be a fourth T we could put in there? Yeah. We'll figure it out. Tony's time tunnel. Time tunnel, yes. Perfect. Or, or Tony's time half-pipe is probably more accurate. No, there needs to be a line in the game that's straight up. Time's not a flat circle. Time's a half-pipe. That's right. Oh. All right. So, look, it's, all- ah! yes. it's right itself! <laughs> I'm telling you, this story wants to be told, Kevin. This could be the greatest skateboarding video game ever made. Screw, screw all the rest. We don't need the rest all of right. them. We okay, just so need... I don't even want to hear about the, what they're actually making. I yes. just want to talk about this now. If this, if what we just described is not the actual game, then like, fuck oh, it. it. needs to Throw be. it in the bin. needs to be. The Pokemon Company wants to hunt down leakers on 4chan and Discord. It's from Luke Plunkett at Kotaku. Earlier this month, before the game's release, leaked images of Pokemon Sword and Shield started turning up online. That's pretty normal for a big video game, but the Pokemon Company are taking the matter very seriously. So seriously that they're asking a court if they can serve subpoenas on 4chan and Discord. Wow. As reported by Forbes, in an attempt to track down and punish those responsible for the leaks, the Pokemon Company hired, quote, outside forensic experts who were able to identify four Discord users, one of whom was the actual source, the other three helping them disseminate the images on places like 4chan and Reddit. While their Discord username have been discovered, the Pokemon Company doesn't know who these people actually are, and so they have gone to the U.S. District Court in Seattle in an attempt to get hold of information from Discord and 4chan that could help in tracking wow, them Wow, can you imagine being one of those leakers right now? You'd be yes. shitting yourself. You're just somebody who, like, oh, I saw a Pokemon image, I'm going to share it on a Discord. Yeah, next thing you know, you're up before, you're up before a, 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 a judge yeah. in District Court in Seattle. I didn't put that part of the story in, but, like, you mentioned finding the guide earlier today. Like, the walkthrough, part of the... One of the people they're looking at was somebody who apparently took pictures of the guy before it was released. Uh. And that's where these original photos came from. Right, right. So, like, they're suing for damages and all that, like, lost wa- wages and all What's those a things. suitable punishment? Five years, ten years? <sighs> for leaking a game, I feel like leaking a game is worse Not than just, leaking information about it. It's just money, right? Yeah. Leaking, leaking screenshots of a Pokemon game on Discord. I'm thinking... 10 to 15 in a super, <laughs> super max. 23 hours a day in solitary. You get one day to walk around a six by eight concrete yard outside. Mm-hmm. You get to slop out. This, this to me, it feels like... The, it's the only way they'll learn him, Ron. You've got to come down with the hammer of justice. <laughs> we find it acceptable because video games are just a weird secret industry. Yeah. That like, that when you sign... Or when you get involved with video games, you absolutely can't say anything about them. If on the movie set, on the movie set, a Detective Pikachu, for example, yeah. someone took a picture of a Charizard and then released that picture on the internet, that you know would, that wouldn't be. You know like they're not real, deal. right? Yeah. Okay. okay just check. Someone took a picture. Like, there's not like a Charizard hanging out on the set that someone took a picture. Don't ruin of. this for me, Gary. Okay. Sorry. I want to believe. I'm not trying to break the illusion. Okay, but 
if that happened on a movie set, nobody would really care. Like there may be some big things or something. Oh, well, are you ser- are you serious? Are you are you kidding me? Movie companies go mad when stuff leaks out like that. They go especially if it's like Star Wars or something. They okay. go mental. Like Star Wars, I feel like is a different ex- example because of how big that is. Yeah. But Pokemon is huge as well. True, but the things they leaked were not huge. Like, it was just, oh, here's a Pokemon in the game they just haven't talked about yet. I guess, I, f- I feel like what they're trying to do here is, like, scare people. Yeah. Like, you know, don't think about doing, like, this is, they're trying to set an example here. But this does seem very, I mean, they're really going, going all in. extremely heavy-handed. Yeah. I, yeah. I would not be shocked if, like, because this happens every single generation. Like, I remember with Let's Go, somebody leaked a screenshot months before that game was announced. And you are... I think with XY, almost everything was leaked, and even in the marketing, they leaked most of the, or they ended up showing most of the stuff anyway. So they, I think, need to look at their internal security first, and then start worrying about the people who would like take pictures. Of yeah, it has to start somewhere, right? Yeah, I feel like looking at this, I would, I would not be on their side if somebody like if somebody got sued from this. Honestly, like it's it's too heavy handed. It's too. Too forceful, I think, for what this actually caused. I'm on the side of the creators here. Bankrupt them. <laughs> Send them all to the poorhouse. Make an example of them so this never happens again. I think it's hard to make an argument of we took financial damage because of this when they're the fastest and best-selling game. Yeah, they, I, 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 I don't think they can make any kind of claim of like injury. Yeah. But, they, but I if understand, they I understand NDA, in yeah. principle why they have, they have a case in principle, certainly. Yeah. But you know how, how these people could or should be punished that's i don't know how to begin with that as a general thing not just this specifically but like general thing how do you feel about game leaks at all i'm kind of ambivalent towards them mm-hmm. um i think on the one hand sometimes it's cool to see like we all enjoy the scuttlebutt and the rumor mill and leaked things right if somebody says oh here's a leaked image from like a cool up and coming i'm probably going to click on it I, I i admit that right at the same time though i'm also on the side of the creators because, you know, you work hard to do this stuff and you work hard to roll this stuff out in the right way. When stuff leaks out ahead of time and spoils, mm-hmm. you know, the effects that you wanted to have with the reveal or whatever, that can be a bummer. So I can kind of see both sides of it. I can see their side, but on the other hand, it's all... For me, having that information whenever you get it is fine. So, like, a good example was E3 this year where Bandai Namco put up listings for games before they meant to put them up okay so like uh that me that miyazaki from software georgia r R. martin game right got shown like it was like three days early or whatever Uh uh-huh which a lot of people were bummed about because like oh i wish i saw this at the show and for me personally it's like whenever i get the information is fine right if it's now at the show or whatever it's fine for me i can understand from a creator perspective that it kind of sucks but I don't think the announcement is the end-all, be-all of, like, what a game is going to be. I think, I think like, a couple of blurry screenshots from a fucking strategy guide are one thing. Yes. Like, if the whole thing gets leaked or whatever, then that, you've crossed some that kind of line. That is screwed up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Nintendo has gone over after people like that. I think, like, a guy in Australia who leaked the New Super Mario Brothers Wii yeah. was arrested, and I think he got three to five years, which I mean, absurd. Right. But, like, he did, he did leak a major game for them. Five years though, come on. Well, no, keep on. He leaked the actual. Come on, he's ISO. out by now. He, le- he probably learned some important lessons. In, probably earned some important lessons in prison, Kevin. I, like to go to the Star Wars example. If you if you leaked the actual movie ahead of time, Disney would throw the book at you. Oh yeah. What happened to the dude that leaked? Uh, well, they like did the early. Wasn't there like a? Sorry, go ahead. Endgame. 
I don't remember. I, I remember a few there. years ago, like one of those Wolverine movies leaked. Oh yeah. And Fox went fucking ballistic. Oh yeah, before Didn't it they? had VFX and all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It, you know, just if you're gonna do that kind of shit, cover your. Make sure you cover your tracks. <laughs> I guess. I mean, first of all, just don't do that shit. Yes. But if I can't talk you out of that. Well, I shouldn't even be giving you advice because if you're going to do it, I want you to do it in a stupid way so you do get caught. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be helping you get away with this shit. <laughs> Don't cover your tracks. Get it, caught. It depends on what it is. If it's like, if somebody sent me a tip saying, here's one of the new Pokemon, I'd be like, all right, whatever. If somebody sent me a tip like, here's what we're working on, I might write that up. If somebody sent me a tip saying, here's what the working like culture is at the studio, we should talk about this. That's way more important. So I feel like it's better to have fully open doors than partially closed ones. Right. Because partially closed means someone might not well, what do you do all. as a journalist? Let's say, for example, that some really juicy th thing, like a screenshot or gameplay footage of like a hugely anticipated new game leaks out, mm -hmm. right? And, and you've got it. And the developer calls you and says... Look, I'm just going to ask you. Please don't report. Please don't put that stuff out because we work really. It's really making. It's really bumming everyone out around here. We really, really want to try to keep a lid on it. We're trying to minimize the damage. Please don't. Please don't cover it. What do you, as a journalist? Where do you where, like? What what is what does your journalist spidey sense tell you to do? I've had that example before, and like, it depends on how they approach me about it. Okay. Uh, if it's a company or a place that I've actually have like a good relationship with. Sometimes they will say, like, well, okay, this is getting announced in three days anyway. It doesn't make sense to, like, ruin this surprise for people. Right. Because people will get pissed. They'll get pissed. I'll ruin a relationship. It's not worth burning that bridge. If they – I've had people tell me, oh, actually, that screenshot's not real, and it turns out to be real. That pisses me off. That is something that I'm like, okay, well, that you burned that bridge with me right now. So right. the next time this happens, I'm not going to be, like – I won't go to you first. Other times, it's just, like – Evaluating it for newsworthiness is a more difficult thing. So, like, as an example, if it's more public, then I will absolutely, like, if it's already publicly known, I'm going to write about it. If it's... If like, everyone else is out there reporting on it anyway. Yeah. Like, a, a good example is before, when Smash Brothers is being released, they accidentally put up a trailer with Castlevania... Or not trailer, but, like, they put up a track of Castlevania music. Okay. And that meant, like, oh, well... That, of course, means that a Castlevania character is coming to this game. Right. So I posted about that. And people were like, why? It's kind of like the trailer is tomorrow. Like, couldn't you hold off? I was like, it's everywhere. I'm sorry that I'm the one feed that you happen to see it. Yeah. But this, that's what this is. Right. But if, it was, if I was the only one to see that, I might just hold on to it because I don't care, honestly. Like, it's not worth ruining that surprise for everyone else. Okay. But it, it's a multifaceted thing. Like, it... There has been a situation where somebody has told me, yeah, it's not real, please. Like, your story has inaccuracies, please pull it down. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, if you can tell me what these inaccuracies are, I'll be glad to talk to you about it. Yeah. And then it turns out they just didn't want it up early, and I was like, right, right, well, right. fuck off. Yeah. Bastards. Straight up bastards. <laughs> what a business. What a business. Speaking of what a business, 2K begins slow sunset of Battleborn. This is from Reb Valentine at GamesIndustry.biz. Gearbox's hero shooter Battleborn is now officially on its deathbed, though its end promises to be a long, drawn-out one. In an official announcement today, it was announced that 2K is bidding the process of gradually sunsetting Battleborn. That process appears to be a slow one, with the game losing virtual cur currency on February 24, 2020, and not officially shuttering its servers until January of 2021. The game has already been delisted from digital storefronts. 
2K noted in this announcement that it was sunsetting Battleborn, quote, to focus on our efforts on, and resources on other products. Uh, though no further detail was given on the reasons for the game's closure, Battleborn has fought an uphill battle at every turn since its 2016 launch, just a few weeks before its more successful direct competitor, Overwatch. God, what a time to launch an Overwatch <laughs> no, competitor. No kidding. Gearbox attempted to save Battleborn in 2017 by making it free to play, but the writing appeared to be on the wall a few months later when creative director Randy Varnell announced the team would no longer be working on new content. Battleborn on Steam appears to have seen a peak of 38 players online at one time in the last 30 days, with its last peak of over 100 Oof. all the way back in May 2018. Why, so let me ask you this, Imran. Why mm-hmm. not just put a bullet in its head? That's a good Why question. Why draw this thing out? I, I can't imagine there's a big enough fan base... Well, as you, as you can see, there isn't. Yeah. 38 online players. And, like, if the game's not being sold anymore, like right. you, you cannot at this point download it if you have not downloaded it already. Right. And they're shutting off virtual currency in two months. Yeah. Like, what is the point of keeping it alive at all? Yeah. And what, and what, is it, what, what must it feel like to be one of those 100 or so players? I mean, 38 concurrent, but I imagine there's probably a, at least, probably, I don't know, several hundred players yeah. left People, like, overall. Maybe check in once What does a week? it feel like to be one of those players? Playing this game that you know is moribund, mm-hmm. that is that is slowly going to die, like I don't know, it just it just seems really fucking depressing. Yeah, and like Battleborn was like, it was an interesting experiment in Gearbox history, I guess. Yeah, of everyone wanted them to make Borderlands three. Yeah, it was extremely obvious that at some point they were making Borderlands three. Then they're like, no, we're actually making a MOBA shooter. Right. So. I guess I would actually argue that Battleborn's failure probably informed a lot of what we see in Borderlands 3. I always find it really sad when, because we have to deal with these, you know, it's an endless circle of life and death, Imran. You know, mm-hmm. we see this, you know, life, death, rebirth. Like, but whenever you see these stories about, like, a certain online game, is they're going to flip the switches and shut off the, you know, the online world is going to just disappear. Mm-hmm. Battleborn. You know, I remember, I remember when Lawbreakers was kind of, you know, in its last, you know, days of its inexorable decline. I just thought that was really sad to see. Like it's just it's just sad, you know, when these yeah. things happen. I I actually kind of love going to like games that are shutting down and like playing in the last few hours to see what people are doing. Like, well, they usually have some kind of big event, don't they? Like a, almost like a funeral type yeah. event, or like this is how the world is just ending in this game. Yeah, an MMORPG. There used to be that. a game. I don't know if you if you would remember it, but the, uh, Microsoft used to have a a, a big MMO. Uh, even before Warcraft in the EverQuest days, it was called Asheron's Call. Mm-hmm. Remember Asheron's I Call? Do. Well, Microsoft announced that at some point they just said, like, "This is yeah, I'm going back years and years." Uh, but they said, "You know, we can't support the game anymore. We'll keep it running for like six more months, so you can, you know, take you know, <laughs> take care of your your final affairs or whatever. <laughs> you know, put your affairs in order." Yeah. Uh, but then we're going to flip the switch, and the the switch was going to flip at like midnight on a certain day. And that on that last day, there was I think it was like an article in in a, a magazine about it where they wrote like like the last twenty four hours of Asheron's Call, where a journalist went in there and hung out with the players and kind of talked about like how they feel about the game ending, and everyone came together in like a big kind of Burning Man type celebration at the end, and then flip, gone forever. Yeah. There's something really there's something kind of existentially really sad about that. I've talked like to a people, whole like, world that just no longer exists. I've talked to people who mourn games. Yeah. Like, that, I, I get that. Yeah, that this this game no longer exists, and yeah. I'm just never going to be able to play it. So yeah, I when you you do build up an attachment to things, community. You do, and the like, friends that you meet in the games, yeah. those are real people. Like even just aesthetics, like seeing a certain image on your computer screen. Oh yeah, matters quite a bit to some people. Yeah, and I can understand. I don't think that many people for Battleborn exist, but I'm sure there are some. If you're still playing it now, I'm sure that those people exist. Right. 
Uh, Frank Furter writes in and says, Good morning, Imran and Gary. Raise your hand if you knew Battleborn servers were still up before 2K's tweet ye- yesterday. Me neither. I could have sworn I saw something a couple of days or a couple of years back saying the game was dead and gone, but it seems we were getting it a couple of years later. I'm surprised that's still going on and pity the fact that Paragon shut down before this did. Do you think 2K should have shut down this game earlier and given a statement like it did last night, or do you think they actually made money the past couple of years by keeping it around? I don't, I don't know, but like, again, to go back to the, to the first comment, I would be fascinated to have someone here from Gearbox and ask them the question. Yeah. What, what, what is the reason why you... Why, why do you sunset a game in this way gradually like this? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why not just... Kill it? Yeah, get, get, you, hey, you've got a week to get your shit together. You know, to, to, you know anyone that you... Any, any friends that you've got in the game, like, exchange emails or whatever, because we're go, this is going away. But, like, this is... I mean, it's like, it's like having, like, a terminal patient... <laughs> And they're suffering. They're not oh, happy. Geez. You just you just want to pull the plug, don't you, Kevin? I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the cost involved is? Like, do you think this was? I mean, if the if the servers don't have to sustain that many people, right? I can't imagine yeah. it's that expensive. So they think, you know, why not? You know, mm-hmm. give people plenty of. I get. I, I I guess the answer would be like, well, even when there's only a few players left, like it's only right that we give them plenty of notice. But a year. It's Over a, long, a year? It's, it's a long time. Yeah. And, 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 and then to shut it down a piece at a time, like, while well, the currency is going away. Mm-hmm. And this is going away. It's, 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 it's like, you know, how it is. It's like having a terminal disease <laughs> and your body shutting down, like, a system at a time really until there's nothing <laughs> left. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's kind of grim. It's supposed to be a holiday week. They did screw up a certain amount of, like, this game in general. Like, remember... There was a weird thing. So when the game launched, that was the weekend. That was the same week as the Overwatch beta. Right. And I remember thinking, like, who did Gearbox at bl- piss off at Blizzard? That they like it was a very like it seemed a very targeted personal. Or oh, did they not know that, it, that the Overwatch beta was coming? Surely someone at Gearbox said that maybe we should fucking think about it. Was it was this, announced like two date. weeks before? What was announced? The Overwatch before. beta. Well, then why didn't then why didn't someone at Gearbox say maybe we should fucking hold for a bit <laughs> because we're gonna get. Why would you launch in that window? I suppose when you have like retail copies going out and all that jazz, like it's too big a machine to stop right then. Like if you've got a big science fiction movie you want to release, like you would not. I remember this. This used to happen all the time when I, when when we were on uh, Rogue One, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about the release date, and originally Avatar Two was supposed to be like around the same date, and, and it was like, well, one of those is going to have to move, and Avatar moved because yeah. you can't have two big movies like that occupying the same space they'll cannibalize each other yeah and so like you know you'll notice that there's nothing coming out the same week as rise of skywalker except kevin <sighs> cats because that's because <laughs> that's counter-programming uh-huh. all the people out there and there are many who don't give a fuck about star wars they need an option they need an alternative they want to go to the movies too Dude, they're gonna kill and they yeah. and they and they need something else they need a different flavor you can either you're not gonna like find the, any yeah. more different flavor than cats you can either that watch the, the most weird... different that is the most different flavor. You can either watch the weird alien movie or you can watch Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they, like, I remember, I, th- I, what I would say is I bet they really believed in Battleborn. Because there was that thing of, like, Randy Pitchford, who God knows he should not be out there hawking any sort of game at this point. But at the time, he was out there, say, like, he was linking Battleborn porn reddits. Or do you not remember this? No. At some point, he was like, "It was like, oh, who made a Battleborn porn Reddit?" And I think people found out it was somebody from Gearbox, possibly Randy Pitchford, who made a subreddit for Battleborn porn. Battle porn. <laughs> and like, I think when the game went free to play, he denied up and down it was ever going to go free to play. 
Then it goes free to play, and people are like, "Hey, what? Didn't you just say it wasn't going to?" He's like, "It's not free to play. It's a premium demo that you can play for free." <laughs> just why? Why would you go up against Overwatch? <laughs> it's, it's a good question, but honestly, like, unless they released a year earlier, there was no good time. I mean, it went up like thinking that it could compete, right? I guess you've got no. I guess you've got no choice, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like. You can't release earlier, yeah. And then the longer you wait, the more Overwatch builds its audience. Yes. So you've just got to got to go toe to toe and hope for the best. Yeah. But you know, obviously, I mean, they probably always knew. Like, I, I guarantee you, the day that it was revealed in the Battleborn offices, the Overwatch, that Blizzard was coming out with a game in the same space, they all went, "Oh," <laughs> because they, they already they see the future. Yes. They immediately fast forward to you, and they they see, they fast forward to an image of you and me. Reading this story, Battleborn is shutting down. I went to a PAX panel. like So I usually go to every Gearbox PAX panel because sometimes they just give stuff away for free. Yeah. And I went to the PAX panel, I want to say it was 2017s. But like I figured, okay, they're probably going to announce Borderlands this year. Maybe let's give Borderlands 3 away here. So a friend and I went. We were falling asleep the entire time because it was all Battleborn. The entire panel was just about Battleborn. And I look around at one point. I see nobody is excited, nobody's interested, nobody's even watching, everyone's just on their phones. Right. They had to have realized by that point, this is not working. We need to get Borderlands 3 revealed as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And then Borderlands 3 did come out and, like... Great. It's great, and it also sold a hell of a lot more than Battleborn is ever going to dream of selling. It's just it's sad, it's sad when a game dies. Yeah, it is very sad. It's like a terminal but patient. It, you know, but just let it die. Yeah. The past is dead. Would, you, would, you, would, you, would you, you prefer to just rip off the Band-Aid? No, no, no. I'm totally on board. Like, I like to think that there's, like, 16 people out there that, like, squat up all the time. And, like, like they love playing it. And this news is heartbreak. And I really do genuinely yeah. feel for those people. Because if you're out there playing an obscure game that, like, there's only a handful of people left playing, you are committed. You are the hardest of the hardcore. And I, those people are going are to be heartbroken, like Kevin says. I want a Battleborn squad up next week, so get to it. If you have Battleborn and you want to squad up, tell like right in. I about feel it. I, I feel like I, f- I remember how I felt last week when Kevin told me that he was going to blank me on cats and he wasn't going to go. <laughs> like it felt like someone had pulled. Ri- they felt like no, someone had, had reached I, I into never, my chest. I never said and I was. And my I said fucking there was heart a possibility. out. Possibility. That it wasn't going to be able to happen. Uh, yeah, I could <laughs> tell you, 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 were, you, were, you were floating it to see how I would go with it. You were hoping that I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, of course, Kevin, you've got to take the I, other opportunity. I think there's still a fair chance that you're, you'll cancel on me. Like, oh, zero. Uh, zero had chance. Had to go to L.A. Zero chance. Make another movie. Zero chance. <laughs> he will fly you I, to I, L.A. I can hardly, I, after, after, all the, after all the shit that I've, I've thrown at you over, I, I can't be that. Like, obviously, I'd never live that down. Now, we're yeah, going. Yeah. We're going to Cats. All right. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2 already is being worked on. This is from Joe Scrabbles, which sounds like a makeup name. At Joe IGN. Scrabbles. Final Fantasy VII Remake director Tetsuya Nomura has said that Square Enix has already begun working on the next part of the episodic RPG, our episodic remake of his RPG classic. In a Square Enix blog to accompany a batch of new screenshots of the game, Nomura sought to quell fears that splitting the original game into distinct chunks would make it a much smaller experience. Quote, opportunities for discussing our true intentions are few, but with regard to the size of the game that many are asking about, there's no reason at all to worry. Even this Midgard portion alone, the density and volume are so great that I'd give directions to lighten them. With regards to new characters, of whom I said during past interviews there would be none, though there aren't many main characters, their numbers ended up growing considerably in the process of creating a rich depiction of Midgard. 
When you think of Midgar's final boss, you probably think of Motor. But in this game's new bosses will appear and add to the excitement of the story even more. It's a reiteration of the team's promise that each of this episode of the 7 remake will be a size of the full game. However, Nomura added a juicy extra detail at the end of the post. We've already begun working on the next one as well. But I'm confident that playing through the title will expand your expectations just like the world that extends beyond Midgar. It's do, no, oh, go ahead. So I was going to say, do we know um, how many parts no. this will be? No. Okay. There, so I'm going to throw someone on the bus here. Uh, at E3 this year, we... <laughs> We had we had the very like first meeting for Final Fantasy VII remake. Like uh, we went there, and there was a couple other journalists as well. And we watched like the whole Kitase giving a full like rundown of the game and how it works and like what they're doing with the remake. Yeah. And at the end, they only allowed for three questions. Jason Schreier asked, "Do you know how many parts the game will be?" And they said, "We do not know." That's a very that's a smart journalistic question. I asked. Will every other part take as long to develop as this one, or will it be faster in the future? And Katasi is like, no, it probably won't be any faster. Uh, which is also like, it's a question people want to know. A third person asked, I'm not going to say like who they are or whatever. They said the question was, did they blow their last question? They blew their last question hard, in a way that was so sycophantic. I'm not sure that I like. I I, I was like losing my mind as we were leaving there. They said, Final Fantasy VII was already one of the greatest games of all time. Would a remake that improves on so much, won't that be the greatest game of all time? And just wow. everyone in the room's eyes are bugging out. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? We have three questions for this game that we know nothing about, and you're using it for that to like beg for yeah. a job? My question's actually more of a comment. Yeah, yeah that's the last thing you want to hear. And, and like they didn't know how to answer. They're like, yeah, we're working hard on it. It's like... What the fuck? Okay, but it. I guess now is it, that, yeah. is it is it possible at least though to look at the scope of the original Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. look at how much they did in the first part, and say, well, that, okay, so that's about a third. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's three. Maybe it makes sense. It would be roughly three parts. Could you at least make a guess? I would probably guess upwards of like five or six. Really? Yes. What? Final Fantasy VII is that big? So if there, if if every size is proportional to this one. Which is not necessarily because Midgar is a fairly meaty thing that was not super expanded upon in the original game. Uh-huh. If that's true, then we're looking at, uh, let's see, Calm to, let's say, if you wanted to go from there to Earth Death, then that would be quite a lot. Spoilers. Spoilers! Okay. Spoilers! <laughs> to Aerith, the Aerith thing that happens. Then Holy shit, we want to bleep that out for YouTube and podcast. <laughs> how, how do you Kevin? feel about that? Like, a game being remade. That do you think spoiler warning still applies? Yeah, I've never played it. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, there's going to be a whole generation of kids come out with and never oh, played I, it. I was joking. I was jo- I was totally joking. <laughs> on, like I feel like that's one of the most like I've never played this game and I know about that. Honestly, I probably shouldn't have. I should have taken no, not said that. But... No, Gary's being crazy. Look at him. No, but, like, I'm being legit. Look, I don't like spoilers. But have you never like ever heard that in the history of like whatever? The, like since Final Fantasy VII the came spo- out, the spoiler. That's the I thing. have heard it. Okay, because it's it's one of those you things see, that's kind yeah. of in the air supply. But I've heard it in the context of I can't fucking believe someone spoiled that. That's how I've heard it. Mm-hmm. But I've, I, I've heard it in like the list of most like craziest things that happen. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. it's like mo- yeah. most most stunning, yeah. surprising moments in games. But All like, the I've more reason why you would want to be like, very careful about it in case someone hasn't I've experienced heard it. So much. It's one of those things that like. I don't, you know, it's like, like it's it's like Darth Vader being exactly. Luke Skywalker. Like, like everybody, everybody knows, knows right at this point. Yeah, right. Okay, but like if they remade Empire Strikes Back, would you 
Would would it be like be cool? Don't say the thing that everyone knows already. If 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 an entire generation of kids had grown up not knowing it, then yeah. I mean, it's the same the same thing. Like if you show your kid Empire Strikes. The funny thing, like my like so my daughter's not seen Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. but she knows who Darth Vader is because it's just something that is out there. Yeah, because it's yeah. it's such a it's like the most famous spoiler. In like in pop culture history, probably right. Wouldn't you say probably the biggest one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, right. It's, it's, and so it's just so so it trend, so it becomes impossible to contain. But I think in the gaming world, this is the same thing. Right. I but I I, w- I would still feel an obligation to not just blurt it out. All right. Well, we've set a new rule. <laughs> <laughs> right, just <laughs> you you know what though, I think the reasons you're stating for like why we shouldn't like do that. Yeah. Those are the reasons I think they should change it. Like to, oh. to have it be different. That would be controversial as well. It though. would be extremely controversial, but I'd be into it. Right. I would like a remake that changes some things. Oh. Right. But right. Like that that big of a thing. Or give you an option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Mass Effect it up. Like let's make it so you could just like. I mean, my, I mean, my, my 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 guess is given that this is a very liberal remake, mm-hmm. my guess is that that event will still happen, but you might see like a new take on it. Yeah. Like it won't be the exact same cinematic, obviously. What if they go through that scene without anything happening, and then it just happens at a random point later? Not random, but like <laughs> a more surprising point later in the game. It's like, you go through like, okay, yeah, it's cool. They it's, I mean, it's, it I think it's a very interesting question. If you're the developer, I imagine you're sitting around saying, hey, look, so we have this event that happens in the game. Mm-hmm. It's like the most famous holy shit moment in video games, or at least one of them. How do we deal with that in this remake? Should we do it the exact same way? Do we want to change it in some way? Like, do we want to like come up with a new approach? It's a good, it's an interesting question for the developers to ask themselves, yeah. and I will be interested to see how they handle it. Yeah, I would love for them to like get something. My my theory, not theory, my hope is that this remake is a canonical sequel, and everyone like is doing the exact same thing, except slowly start, Cloud starts to realize that they've done this before. And then as they go on through the game, he's like, wait a second, this is a bit different from the last time. Right. I, I want that weird thing. Right. I think what they're, they're not going to do that. It's going to be a straight-up remake. But I would love that stupid, like, kind of messing with you Matrixy idea. Right, I really, right. I really hope I can get into this game. Have you played? I original? do too. I've never, I've never been into a Final Fantasy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. the same as you. I never played it. I never played Final Fantasy VII. But for that reason, I'm all in on this remake. Yeah. Because I want to experience yeah. it. And I wa- it's going to be a super. Well, like, I probably wouldn't be interested in going back and playing. What was the original one on PlayStation One or yeah. two on PlayStation One? one. I wouldn't want to go back and just play the PlayStation One game. But this all new like bells and whistles version. I'll play that. Mm-hmm. I came out of E3 thinking Final Fantasy VII remake was the game of the show, like bar none. Right, because cyberpunk, even with cyberpunk, because like I when I got left the demo, I was like, okay, this is exactly what I wanted, and it's they're doing it to an extent that was far beyond what I hoped. At the same time, it sounds it's probably going to upset a lot of purists. Oh, absolutely, right. Already it does, because it's not a turn-based game anymore. Right, it's it's an action game. Right, which is not what I'm excited about that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, one of the reasons why, because I don't like the, the turn-based combat yeah, bores, ne- bores me to death. It, yeah. I love um, turn-based, but I could go for a change occasionally. Um, so, but wait, if you're, if, if, if you're, say, let's say five parts, mm-hmm. and it takes a few years to make each part, I mean, are we saying that it's going to take them like more than a decade to fully remake this game? Five parts? How can a game be... I don't, it, can, I can, it, can, it can't possibly be that. I can see that. That's upward madness. of five parts. That's if, madness. Like, if they, if they expanded on everything the way they expanded on this first portion... Then five parts is gener are not even generous. It's just like conservative, right? Because 
So this Mi- could just be an ongoing thing now. Just I mean, remake, remaking, like it's so a generation-long process, project to remake Final Fantasy yeah. VII at this level of they, ambition. They have phrased it as that, that it's a parallel series now to Final Fantasy, like the main series. Right. That's that amazing. It, I, I kind of dig it. Yeah. It, I mean, it raises you a just, bunch of questions. You just treat it like, you know, like the Star Wars saga or whatever, which took decades to tell. Yeah. You it know? raises a bunch of questions of like, what do you do when the next game comes out? Like, it's going to come out for PlayStation 5, most likely. So right. are you going to carry over your progress? Like, what does your cloud look like at the end of that game versus beginning of the next one? Oh, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm, I am, I'm so curious to get the answers for these things. Paired, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, Gary, those answers are so far away. <sighs> if I wanted to know what's coming to the mom and grop shops today, where would I look? <laughs> I'm going the wrong way on my pages here. The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, Gas Guzzlers Extreme is out on PS4. Pine is out on Switch. Grease is out on PS4. That's a good game, Grease. That Grease was on is really Switch. Good. Really cool game. Yeah. Beautiful game. Um, they said there's going to be new exclusive content for the PS4, but I haven't looked into what it I'm is. I'm glad that it's coming to other platforms. I hope that eventually it will come to the Xbox as well, because yeah. we have it on Switch. It's a great game. Really it's pretty. very beautiful. Reminds me of uh, like Journey and experiences like that in a way. Yeah, that was and the, Limbo. That was my you know? comparison point when I first played it. I was like, oh, this is 2D Journey in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. It's really gorgeous. Yeah. Monster Jam Steel Titans is out on Switch. Chameleon is out on Switch. End of Realms PC is out on... Or End of Realms, sorry, is out on PC. Toy Robot is out on PC and Mac. And Death Park is out on PC. Which of, which of the... Grease aside, because we know what it is, which of those would, uh, would appeal to you just on, on that title alone? On title alone? I would go with Gas Guzzler's Extreme. Either End of Realms or Death Park. I wonder what Death Park is. Okay, Kevin's already pulled up Gas Guzzler's Extreme. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's on, the, on the... Oh, is it a Mad Max kind of game? Mm, looks like it. Sort of racing. It's like, it's like yeah. Twisted Metal? Maybe. I don't think it's... Mm, mm. Twisted Metal mixed with Mad Max. It, no, 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 no. It reminds me of Carmageddon. Yeah, Carmageddon. I, I love car combat games. <laughs> it actually doesn't look bad. I'm you know what? No, I, I've said it a million times. It's, it's one of those things where like, you people almost groan when you say it. But you know what? The remake that I want more than anything else? Uh-huh. Interstate 76. Oh, hell yeah. Who doesn't want that? That was like that perfect era of like... LucasArts style PC gaming. Oh, so good. We're so like, good. oh shit, there's real narratives. They should totally do it. Yeah. What other, what other trailer did you want to uh, Death Park? Yeah, let's look at Death Park. Death Guzzle Extreme looked like might, there might be something to it, though. That, I, I, I love those kind of games. Uh-oh. Can you solve all the puzzles and escape from the scary clown in this horror game? Nope. Okay. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I assume on, this would be like nope. so it's a, Park Tycoon. So it's, like a, so it's like an abandoned amusement park? I don't like it. No. Hold on. Mm. Kevin, can you not take <laughs> horror games? No, not at all. No, too much for you? No, I can't handle it. You don't, like in, you don't like them in VR? Oh. God, no. God, this is no. Those so are the best. clearly a mobile port, though, because it used yeah, to be like this that look, virtual this, analog this does stick. Not, this does not look great. Uh, oh, there's a scary clown. Nope. Honestly, I feel like that game would be better without the scary clown. If it's just a creepy-ass amusement park, I think that's fine. Oh, it is a mobile oh, yeah, yeah, it, no, it's it's already a mobile game okay. on Steam. All right, so it's already okay. Yeah, so it's already on Android, mm-hmm. and now it's coming to iOS and and, and Steam. Okay, yeah. no, thank you. All right, I'm good. Uh, I'm going to check out that Gas Guzzlers. Are there any reviews in on that yet? Gas Guzzlers Extreme is it good? Let's, let's do a quick review uh, check. Uh, you can be the first review, Gary. Hey, one second, I'm looking into it. <laughs> and how much is it? Is it cheap? <laughs> is it an indie game? Is it full price? What is it? I need information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 oh, it's on Xbox One as well. 
62% looks like on Metacritic. 62% on Metacritic. But 9, out, 9 out, out of 10 Steam. on Steam. So the, the people love it. 8.0 user score. 8.0 user score is better than the, than the critic score. Because it's one person gave it a 10. Twisted Metal New Gen, he says. The game is a blast. Doesn't have online multiplayer. That's weird. Maybe the best arcade racing game since Epic Twisted Metal. Might be Metal. a small-time release, but it's full of pure, unadulterated racing heart. And here's a guy, here's a reviewer score saying, Twisted Metal New Gen. This game is a blast. Maybe the best death racing arcade game since the Epic Twisted Metal. There's I, a lot I, of I, exclamation this, this marks could be in inner capping. Oh, in well, that. that's like he's just conveying his excitement. Extremely excited, yes. This could this could be uh, the new what I'm Metal. looking for. Wait, that review's from 2017. What? Is this an old game? These reviews are from 2016. What's going on? Is this an old game that's just now coming to PS4? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's been out for ages and I didn't know about it? Yeah. Yeah. Where have you been? What the fuck? All right. Well, I guess it's just just an old PS4 port. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's on Game Pass or something. Yeah, that seems like one. How can can a game like that not have online multiplayer? Isn't that the whole point? Because netcode is hard. (laughs) Like, long and short of it. I've heard that. I've heard that. Uh, there were no new dates because it's Thanksgiving week, but I saw a thing today saying Castlevania Season 3 is next week. I don't think that's true. I think Netflix made a mistake, but if it is, then great. Oh, the anime show? Yeah. Okay. Season 2 was fucking fantastic. Is it good? Yes. I've never, I know Warren Ellis is great, but I, I'm not, mm-hmm. I've not watched it. Yeah, I, Season 1's a little... It's slow. Season 2 is even slower, but then has like... The last two episodes are probably... The best thing. Does it have, if time. you're into video game, in, in, into the games, does it have like any Easter eggy kind yes. of things? Okay. So, like, Simon, the Simon's Quest theme plays during like one of the final battles. Okay. Like a very co- like cool rock arrangement. Oh, of it. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, deals of the day, there's still that PSN sale, but wait for Black Friday sales. Don't buy anything today. What are you doing? Seriously. All right. Time for reader mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can also get the show ad free. Well, that doesn't matter today because we don't actually have ads. So we're just going to jump straight into questions. Billy the Door writes in. We all know. Oh, I see him in my Twitch chat sometimes, Billy. Yeah, he's on my Twitch chat too. He's great. Uh, Billy the Door writes in. We all know Turkey is the star of the show, but let's settle it. Best Thanksgiving side. Thanks. Hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Mashed potatoes, bro. Stuffing. Yeah, I think. For me, it would be a hard th- between those. I think breaded macaroni and cheese also really good. Breaded yeah, it could be good. Cheese, yeah, yeah, right, sure, sure. What's we what's the one? What's the that. one that you always leave, Kevin? What's the one you don't want on your plate? My mom makes uh, like this weird beet salad that I'm just like. Mm-mm. Oh, I mm-hmm. like beet salad. God, well, I just asked you what you didn't like, Kevin. No need to diss your own mother. <laughs> Holy shit! You could have left that anonymous. There's, there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. How do you like me now, mom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at me, mom, top of the world, dissing you (laughs) from my multimedia entertainment platform. (laughs) This empire. What don't you want on your Thanksgiving plate? You don't like cranberry sauce? I've never understood it. I've never understood what? cranberry guys, sauce. Guys, guys, I don't can, get it at all. You, and all you do is you pluck. pluck I like it out of the if you're gonna have it, at least have it jiggle out of the can. Yep, and keep yep. the shape and of the can. Just, I, sitting, yeah, but I don't want it okay. on my plate. What do you eat it with? Do you put it like on the turkey? Oh, on like yeah, jam? people smother, slather their turkey with it. Just it's disgusting. Throw it on everything. <laughs> it's phenomenal. So, like, given the option, I would rather have turkey with gravy. What's wrong with gravy? No, that's what I'm saying. Like. If but you t- could do both. You could do both. But why no, would you do that? That's horrible. Savory and sweet sometimes. I assume you mean on different pieces, not on the same piece. Why not, I, I, same if you're going to do oh, this, Jesus Kevin, why Christ. not slap some fucking ice cream on your turkey and like, really go nuts? <laughs> Just have it all. 
Why would you want to do that? Right, you guys aren't taking this serious. It, <laughs> I, I tell you, it annoys me because like you go to like sandwich places, mm-hmm. oh my and God. this week they usually have good like Thanksgiving themed sandwiches, yeah, yeah. like turkey and stuffing yeah. sandwich, which is great. But then they add yeah, the, the cranberry, cranberry sauce, it's and that so spoils good. it. Ike's has no, that too. So good. no, I don't want that cranberry. That little bit of tartness. No, no, I don't like it. Oh, it's hitting the back. But I'm no, not, I am not, I'm not much of a it. sweet yeah. and savory person. Like I've never, I will occasionally dip a fry into a milkshake, but for the most part, I don't like mixing I, the two. I I'm in the same boat, but I feel like the cranberry sauce is so sweet and it's got that tartness, mm-hmm. and it really adds something. Do you like yams, Kevin? I'm not a big. You go yams for a man. yam. I'm not a big yam. What about man. the green bean casserole? Yeah. That's a that's a I Thanksgiving perennial. I fuck with that real hard. I like that. Okay, I, yeah. li- I like it if it has the French fried onions on top. Oh, yes. Oh, then I love it. Yeah, I'm all yeah, in. yeah. You got to have that. Green bean yeah. casserole is like so traditional; people take it for granted. But like, really fucking good green. A bean good casserole. green bean casserole with like the, the like the, the mushroom sauce and stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I have to take a side dish to my brother's for Thanksgiving. So I've been like experimenting with different stuff. Yeah. I'm probably like setting on like, uh, like a uh, what's it called sweet potato dessert kind of thing. Right. Right. But like, there's a part of me that's like. What if I just fuck with like a green bean casserole? What if I just put that like did the traditional thing but made it really good? I like to have a bit of green because I like to have something that at least looks slightly green on my plate. Otherwise, uh, yeah, my plate's yeah, almost yeah. entirely brown. The we turkey, usually, the stuffing, also, the mashed potatoes, the gravy. We usually you gotta have a little bit of green. Well. A salad as well. You have a salad? Yeah. Why would you want to fill up on that shit, though? Oh, I don't want to. It's just the same thing where it's like, I, I got to hit some green before I hit all the brown. And then what do you want for your dessert? For my dessert? Uh, I mean that's that's that really depends on where I am. Because I've never been a pumpkin pie person, which le- I always feel a bit left out on Thanksgiving. I love pumpkin pie. I don't I like pumpkin, pumpkin pie uh, with some whipped cream on top. <laughs> I'm all in, guys. I'm all in. I I love cheesecake a ton. <laughs> it's not necessarily really excited a, now. Not necessarily like a Thanksgiving thing, but cheesecake is so fucking oh, good. Absolutely. I, yes. Absolutely. Uh, the specifically the cheesecake from uh, Costco. Like they've <laughs> nailed it. I'm happy with that. Also, Costco Paula, has great stuff. Paula makes a great cheesecake. Oh, mm-hmm. she does? Yeah, she does. I'm going to order from this place nearby, the one that always Why has a line. Like, someday, not necessarily I, right I now. Just, I've had it before. It's whipped, It's so it's, like, really, like... Yeah. They're saying, like, you, they can't cut it with a knife because so they have to cut it with, like, fishing line. Oh, really? Because, like, a knife, like, just breaks the instructional t- integrity of it, I guess. Oh, interesting. But, I, somebody got it for me for my birthday one year because I really like cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is fun. Yeah. What a year when... Uh, well, I'll tell you, so i got to tell you mine. Because I, I, I always feel bad. Like mo- most of the time, it's, it's pumpkin pie, which I just can't get with. Like I'm really bummed out. Mm-hmm. So I'll usually, if I go, if I go to someone else's Thanksgiving, like you're supposed to bring, I usually bring my the dessert that I'm gonna just in right. case like no one else right. has it there. <laughs> I gotta have it. I gotta have Kevin. I gotta have the pecan pie. I was um. I was gonna say, and this is one of those years where I'm going to my in laws. For Thanksgiving, yeah, and they do the pecan pie. They oh do yeah, on squares too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Good the shit. Stuff. Yeah, good stuff. The thing is, the thing about pecan pie is, is a layer of pecans on the top. I get that, but all the pie actually is is just straight up fucking sugar. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> that's it. And I fucking love that's it. All it needs to be, you know. What yeah, I mean? I'm all in. They should just call it sugar pie. Yeah, with pecans on top. I'm, I'm what I'm doing for like the sweet potato thing is I'm gonna like drizzle pecans over the top of it and then bake that in. Oh, yes. that sounds fantastic. Over oh, like man. marshmallow cream. I'm really hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to go to Ike's. Oh yeah, I haven't had any breakfast. I'll go to Ike's. I'll go to yeah? Ike's. Yeah. 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 I've actually got to go. I've got. I've got to go over there this. right after this. Yeah. You want to ride over in the Tesla? Sure. 
All right, we'll go I, over there. Yeah. Do I get a ride back? All right, we'll go over there. Like, my bus comes, picks me up from there, so I might as well go too. Can I get a okay. ride back, though? Can you drop me off on... Maybe. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not that no, far. No, you're abandoned. It's I, wh- I guess. <laughs> I, walk, I walk it every day. <laughs> I know, but I'm in like my PJ sweats. <laughs> That's true. That's, it's well, so am I. Yeah, I had like, to run out here in this morning. I, I didn't expect to like do normal things in these. Let's see, let's 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 see how it goes. All right, all, all right. right, all right, all right. Let's head up to go wrong where people have told us what we got wrong throughout the show. Okay, <laughs> uh, what did we get wrong? I don't think we got anything wrong. I think we've been on point all show. Anyone disagrees, ban them. That's right. Get the ban hammer out. I am one of the hardcore Battleborn, and there are more than 40 people that play every weekend. Oh, wow. I want to hear from this guy. What does he say? He says he put in over 2,000 2, hours in oh the game. Oh, my God. How does that person feel right now? What, what they emotions must, must they be going through? In the middle of that sentence? I did. I belched. <laughs> I belched. Uh, Netflix has confirmed, or I guess From Freddy in Space has said Castlevania Season 3 is not coming December 1st. Uh, so that was wrong. Okay. Don't forget uh, all your news, on, uh, movie and entertainment news on screencast. Not happening this week, though. Yeah. Otherwise, everyone is saying your daughter is very cute. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. All right. This is the last show. The last, yeah, the last kind of funny games daily for the rest of the week. Kevin, what do we got after this? No, it's, it's tomorrow, yeah, right? It. Greg yeah. and Tim are on tomorrow? No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, they're, they're not? On. They're on Monday. Tim? It says here, tomorrow's host. I know. Yeah, when it says Monday. Oh, Monday. Monday. Wait, so Monday. you don't do a show the day before Thanksgiving? Uh, no. Well, so I this mean, is the last one. This, this is the, the last Thanksgiving one. show. There's actually yes. no more shows after this either. Period. So this yeah, is the last this show. The, period. This is the last. Is this it? We're closing down, kind of funny for yeah. the ho- for the Thanksgiving yeah, holiday. I'm, I'm uh, installing an update on this computer, and everything's we're done. <laughs> You're gonna come back, and that computer's not gonna work. I know. There's <laughs> always a chance. That's why I wait for the last show. I feel like this is a good opportunity for us to go around the table and and say what we're thankful for. Okay, Kevin, why don't you start us off? You want me to start? Yeah. Why not? Um. Well, I, I mean, am... we can come back to you if you need more. Need more time to no, think no, no, about I it. Got it. I got okay, it. I'm thankful for my family and friends that have been so tremendously supportive throughout the year, and they have been for my entire life. So oh, wow. that's sweet. Yeah, very nice. What about you, Ron, what, oh, you want me to do me? Yeah, go. Over. I mean, you know, I, yeah, Kevin's kind of you know done the obvious one. He's yeah, gotcha. I'm, 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 I'm thankful for my my lovely uh, uh, family. I got my dad visiting from uh, Europe right now. The whole the, we got a full house. You know, it's got, got like you know my like three generations of widows in the house right now. And that's kind of cool. Like I'm definitely uh, thankful uh, for my family, particularly thankful for my wife who has like dug me out of the shit so many times in my life <laughs> and, 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 and preventing me from making catastrophic mis- mistakes and generally being, <laughs> making a complete idiot of myself many, many times. Uh, she is the absolute number one, uh, most important uh, person in my life. And I, pr- there's a good chance I, I'm not even joking because I used to be an alcoholic like, there's a good chance if I'd not met my wife, I'd be dead now. Mm-hmm. I think she saved me in so many different ways. I don't even know how to how to tell you or thank her for it. But there you, there you have it. That's, that's what I'm thankful for. Imran. I'm actually thankful for Kind of Funny. Like, I... Yeah, I, we saved your ass, right? You guys <laughs> saved my ass. Like, I, I went through what was one of the worst things I've ever gone through in my life. Yeah. And Greg Miller was there, like, day one, trying to make sure I was okay. And him... Kevin, I'm thankful for you. Thankful for Joey, Cole, Greg, Andy, even Nick, and like obviously Tim <laughs> as well. You, Gary, like it's it has been a hell of a three months, and kind of funny as an organization, kind of funny as a community has been there for me. Yeah, in a way that honestly I probably don't deserve, but I'm incredibly thankful for. I'm thankful for my girlfriend Rebecca Valentine. She is. Oh, that's the, sweet. She is the. Very much a, an important part of my life. Wait, doesn't she live all the way out in Kansas? She does. How do you make that work? It's hard. <laughs> but 
Well, wait, wait, Kansas or Kansas City? Kansas City. Just in Kansas City, Missouri, right. yeah. How do you make that work? It's difficult. I, How often do you get to see each other? Not as often as I would like. It's usually like once a month. Right. Yeah. Right. And like this, next do you month, go there or she, like, how does that? Uh, we trade off, theoretically. Okay. And like in January, we're going to go to the near concert together in Chicago. So okay. It's like, it's stuff like that. But yeah. It's tough making that work. Like, long yeah. distance is tough. When you, when you meet someone you think you're that compatible with, you kind of make it work. You got to make it work. work. Yeah. But that's good. I like Rebecca. She's great. Yeah, Rebecca's a big fan of you as well. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. It's come up more than once. It like oh. <laughs> uh, I'd like to also add that I'm thankful for a good Star Wars game that like I love so much. Are you going to be I still got to play yeah. it. I'm you got it. The first 6 or 7 hours not great. No? Yeah. No. But after that, once I'm it, all yeah. in. Once it clicks, right. it clicks really well. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. It's been a long time. Uh, if you're in the chat, I encourage you to take a moment to uh, post about what you're thankful for as well. Yeah. Why not? Let's, have a, let's have a thankful, thankful chat. Yeah, just keep, like, we're going to read subs in a bit, so please just keep telling us what you're thankful for. All right. This has been Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, November 26, 2019. All of y'all have a happy, safe Thanksgiving with your friends and family and whoever else you want to spend your time with. Gary? And then we'll be back, and it's the run in, run into Christmas. What could be more exciting? Woo! As so, I'm telling you, Kevin, it's the official line on this. As soon as you see Santa at the end of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, as soon as he shows up, that's it. It's on. Yep. Christmas is fi- officially on. I'm ready. I'm all, I'm all excited. I'm, Greg has said that there will be some sort of Christmas outfit, and whether I have to wear it or not is going to be a open question so i'm excited to see what that is all right okay i'm excited about that too (laughs) all right gary thank you so much for coming see you next time and see you all later